Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to D20 Academy. Um, I'm your host, Shiloh Kanishiro, and this is it. Here we are. First episode of my first podcast. Uh, this is it. So let me just kind of give you a little rundown on uh, what this podcast is, uh, what it's all about, and then uh, afterwards I can just kind of tell you my story uh, and how I learned about Dungeons & Dragons. Alright, so this is D20 Academy, uh, and what I kind of want this podcast to be and what my vision is, is just to be able to, you know, upload as consistently as possible, hopefully, uh, you know, once every weekday or so, and I just want to just, you know, talk about the game, uh, you know, talk about the experience that you can have, I want to get new players into the game, I want to be able to help out uh, dungeon masters and players, uh, I want to talk about the new material that Wizards of the Coast is always producing, uh, the new books, uh, and just, you know, have discussions with some of my friends or some other guests about storytelling or, you know, what they've learned from the game or how they got into the game. Um, and yeah, just really have a good time. All right, the adventure begins. Um, all of us have our own adventure and our own story that we are creating as we live through life. And that's what D&D is all about as well. It's about adventures and stories and journeys. And so I just want to share with you guys my personal uh, adventure, my personal story of how I got involved in the game. So uh, here it is. So um, I have only been playing the game for about three to four years, um, which may sound like a lot to some of you, but the game has been around for a long, long time, much before I was even born. Um, but uh, I actually got introduced to the game, um, you know, as some other people have on the internet, <laughs> how most people are beginning to hear about it these days. But I think we need to go back even before all of that I have always been someone who loves um, stories. Um, when I was like in middle school, I used to read a ton. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Aragon, all that kind of thing. Um, I loved fantasy. I love the fantasy genre. I love the sci-fi genre. Um, you know, fantastical adventures and monsters and magic. I've always really liked that kind of thing. Um, and I also really liked tabletop games. Um, and I played a lot of those and was, you know, nerding out about all those, geeking out about tabletop games for a while. I still do. I have shelves upon shelves of those things. Um, and I also love theater and acting. Uh, my dad is an actor, so, you know, I've had the opportunity to, you know, be in some commercials and things, and I also do theater and musicals. Um, and I also just love, you know, storytelling. And I, I've always been someone with tons of ideas for stories or characters or plot lines or creatures or anything. And I've, I'm also somewhat of an artist, so I do like to draw fantastical creatures or heroes, things like that. Um, and, and I loved all these things, and all these things were a part of my life. But I wanted to find a way to combine them all. Uh, and, 
you know, I, I didn't believe that there was any way that all my interests could condense into a singular thing. And for a long time, you know, I wanted to tell these stories that were in my head, all these crazy ideas and these characters and monsters. And I was like, how do I, you know, tell these stories that I'm thinking of? And for a long time, it was oh, writing, you know, writing fiction and novels. Um, so that's what I used to do a lot. I just, I was allowed to like start all these novels and fictional pieces, um, which, you know, are not <laughs> the most professional looking back at it now. But that was one vessel that I used, one medium that I used to tell the stories that were in my head and to channel all my creative energy and thoughts. But, you know, beyond that, there was playing tabletop games. That is a much, much, you know, different way. You're not as much telling a story. You're just, you know, playing a game with friends. Um, and though the theme may be cool or it may have a story of its own, you're just kind of playing through that story or just, you know, just playing the game while that story is just kind of a backdrop or the theme is just a backdrop for the vessel of what the mechanics of the game are. And of course, I also had theater and acting. But even then, I wasn't telling my own stories, right? I was telling the stories of that someone else had wrote and, you know, acting in a show that someone else had created. Um, and the story was fully complete, and I just had to memorize the, the words and add my own kind of twist to the character. And these were all vessels that I would use to tell stories. But none of them were, I just felt I couldn't, none of them were was what I wanted. And even about, you know, I've tried a little bit of film as well. Um, you know, just, <laughs> I, I tried many different things to try to find the right medium to tell the stories I wanted and to get my creative juices, um, you know, flowing and to put them out there. But just nothing worked. And it was really disheartening and... It was, you know, kind of depressing that I just, I couldn't find any way to tell these stories that I wanted, and there was nothing with the right medium, and I couldn't really put a finger on it. Now that I have found that correct medium, I, I can say that what I was really looking for was something that, a story that was experiential and collaborative, and I think it just came down to that. Writing the novels, you know, writing can be a very, um very lonely thing. It's just you and your computer, you and your, your pencil and paper, um, just creating a story, and it's all in your head, and you're trying to put it onto a page. And that can be super lonely and, and, and confining to one person. A couple people, uh, definitely like when you're in middle school, you're trying to want to write you know, stories or create stories with your friends, and those never work out because everyone has different ideas and sees things differently in their heads and has a different writing style. And it's very hard to tell a story uh, other than just by yourself through writing. Um, so that part was definitely anti-collaborative, though I do think that it could be experiential in a sense. Uh, very, very good books can draw you in, and you can feel like you've had a great experience reading through the book um, if the writer you know, has a great way to draw you in and characters and descriptions, sensory details. But it lacked that collaborative kind of aspect. Whereas theater was, you know, very collaborative. As actors, you're, you're working off of each other and working t together to create a, you know, the story or to, to tell the story. Um, but, and it was also very experiential. 
Um, you know, when you go to watch a show, you sit down and it's right there on stage in front of you or it's on the screen in front of you and you're watching the actors uh, perform. And so that was very, you know, you, that you can definitely be taking an experience. Definitely now with things like 3D, um, you know, it, it's very easy to get pulled into an experience of a film. And it definitely is a collaborative piece of work. It takes a lot um, of people to create a show or a film. But even then, it was confining to me because it was done. It was just one thing. It was one story. And there was, and but then it was over, and you didn't really create it. You just kind of acted it out or were a part of it. And even screenwriting is very much just like regular writing. It's not collaborative uh, either. So there was no aspect of that where I could find everything that I wanted. There's limited creative freedoms when it just came to the acting or just the writing or just cinematography. And you couldn't really have everything you wanted. So there was just all these things that I tried, all these different mediums, and I couldn't find truly what I was looking for. I couldn't find that medium that told the story both collaboratively and it, that was, ex, you know, an experience, was experiential. And I just, I needed to find this, this thing. And it became kind of rough for me because I just had all these ideas and I wanted to tell all these stories. But I couldn't find it. It was really, really disheartening for me. I was like, I, I don't think there's anything out there that can, that is what I need. And it was hard for me to describe this to people um, because I truly didn't, couldn't put into words myself just this urge to want to, to tell this story in a way that just it, it, I'd never seen been done before. And I just kind of fell into this, this ditch, kind of hit this wall of just everything I'm doing just feels limited and is not the full potential of what I want it to be or what I know it can be. Uh, and then... Um, one day, I was on YouTube, and I uh, I, I watched uh, uh, you know casually these guys called Corridor Digital, and they create you know they have like short films and things like that, and they were really skilled at uh, CGI and action, and so I really liked their stuff. And they had a home kind of personal account called Node, where they'd you know do th crazy things, you know, when they'd build like. Uh, bow and arrows or all this crazy stuff kind of also document you know how they're making these short films and action sequences and such um, but I was watching one of quarter their quarter digital um, pages videos and I saw the suggested um, a, a d and d episode one and I'd heard of Dungeons and Dragons um, I think for most people you know the game the name of the game is familiar even though I had played, you know, lots of tabletop games and, and I was in that community, of course I had heard it there, but never really looked into it um, as tabletop games and role-playing games are actually quite different. And so I'd heard of the game before. Also, I, I'm religious, so I had heard some negative connotations in that sense as well on that side of things. And uh, a long, long, long time ago, and I was like 10 or so, I picked up a fourth edition starter set and tried it out, but it wasn't really my cup of tea, so I did have all those papers and that box from that time ago, but I decided to click on it. The thumbnail seemed interesting. There's, like, these little miniature figures 
um, which I was used to from tabletop gaming. But yeah, it enticed me a bit. I was like, what? I've heard about this a lot. I want to know what this is. So I watched episode one. And only, you know, later I suddenly blinked and I had finished the entire show. I watched all, I think, I believe there were six or so episodes of it. And I was so intrigued. And I realized, wow, like, I had enjoyed that th- so much. There was something in there that really drew me in. And, you know, later the thinking about it, I realized this was the medium that I needed. This was the way to tell the stories that I wanted. But I was super curious about the game. And so I looked up, I need to find another one of these, these series. I, ne- I need to learn more about this game. So I, I l- looked uh, uh, more about the game. Um, you know, from like, oh, this is the fifth edition. This is the newest edition that they were playing. And, oh, you need this thing called the player's handbook. And do you need, like, miniatures and a board? I don't really know. And, oh, you have these funny dice that I got to that you got to use. And so I was kind of doing research on how to get started. And also I was looking for another one of these these series. I, I wanted to learn more about this, this game. I wanted to see it more in action. And like most people, I came across Critical Role. Uh, Critical Role, I still listen to it to this day, uh, is a great, great show. It's by far the most popular. Uh, I believe there's, yeah, eight voice actors. Um, yeah, they just play Dungeons and Dragons in front of a camera. And there is very, you know, masterful things about it, um, which I think I can talk about later in this uh, podcast, just, you know, the things we can learn from everything they're doing there. But I just started burning through those things. Each episode is about four hours long, um, and the first season has like 115, but I was just burning through all of those, and it enticed me so much, and I realized this was what I needed all along. This was that experiential and collaborative thing. And even though it truly wasn't the story because I wasn't telling it, I was just viewing it, I realized this was the vessel I needed. So I got the player's handbook, and I got some other things, and I got some dice, and I started researching, all right, like, I want to start playing this game. So I, I read through it, all all the books, all three, the Monster Manual and the Dungeon Master's Guide as well. And looked at the character sheets and made a sample character, figure out how it, how it all goes. I was already pretty used to kind of rules and mechanics from playing tabletop games. So it wasn't extremely daunting to me in that aspect. But instantly I started trying to get my siblings involved and played a couple games with them. And some of my closer friends who were already into tabletop gaming... Um, and then eventually I decided, okay, I want to try this campaign thing. I just want to play these little fun, like, fun little one-off um, things where, you know, we just kind of make it up as we go or whatever. There's no planning or really anything intense involved. So I started uh, a campaign called The Second Dawn, and I was one of those uh, crazy people who had to, felt like they had to create a whole world for it. So I, I drew a map and I created a whole world for the campaign. Um, but I got in about six friends of mine, and we started uh, this campaign, and I was dungeon mastering. After a couple sessions or so, it just ended up being four of my friends, and me and those four people have been playing the same game for nearly two and a half years now. And the same campaign, the same story. And that sounds like a long time. Uh, we played it weekly, uh, four hours, every Sunday. And I'm still nowhere near bored of it or nowhere near to feel like I've, I've reached 
the, the pinnacle of what I could reach or told the best story I could tell. To this day, I'm, I'm still always excited and pumped to experience this thing and to tell the story and to play this game because that's, it, it's completely what I have found, the medium, the correct medium that I needed to tell my stories. It had everything that I desired. It was, had the theme of fantasy that I loved, and it had ogres and dragons and slaying and treasure. And it had acting, it had theater, it had performing that I loved, and it had, it had you know, the, the, the detailed story and plot that I loved of, you know, fictional writing and characters and, and villains and it was just um it was just it was just perfect it had the table aspects of tabletop gaming i loved it had mechanicals and dice and a you know um a sense of unexpected and luck and you know there was rules to it there was it wasn't completely open ended you know it helped confine and channel the creative energy in the in the right direction and it was completely 100% experience um, one of the things I care most about stories is just the experience that it takes, it takes me on. I do consider myself, you know, quite a critical person when it comes to films or, or books or games. Um, but I will still love something if it takes me, uh, you know, on, on experience, right? That's why Avatar is the number one highest grossing film, uh, at the point that I'm recording this because the story isn't great or whatever, but the, the 3D experience you had in the theaters of, you know, watching this beautiful alien world and, you know, flying on the back of this dragon creature. And people resonate with things if they feel like they were brought on an adventure and they're brought in an experience. And that's what a game is. A game is something that you are a part of. You personally are a part of a game. You're, the things you do change what happens in the story. And that's what, that's what, that's what D&D is, one of the, why the vessel of it being a game is so perfect. Because you have players, and the things they are doing are changing the game. And it's changing and morphing the story. And that is what makes it so personal, and it makes it an experience. Also, it's collaborative. It takes all these people, and everything, the story they want to tell, and the characters they want to be, and it puts it into the right perspective, and it makes it so that a beautiful story can be told with multiple people. And it's not just one person writing on a computer or all these different people trying to fit together this theater production. It just somehow just streamlines it and makes it so that everyone can get out of it what they want. And collaboratively and with these people, you are creating this story. And it's amazing. And... It's the best game I've ever played, the best game I will ever play. I, I, I'm just constantly uh, excited about the, th the stories I can tell and what I can do in the story, and I am very emotionally connected and invested in it. I've never been this connected and uh, just emotionally invested in any story, anything, before. No tabletop game i played, no video game I've played, no movie I've watched, no book I've read. This is definitely the thing that I'm most invested in because not only have I been playing this game for two and a half years, uh, this same, this same campaign, but because I've, I've experienced the things in the game. When me and my friends talk about things that happened in the game, right? It was just a game. Like we just played it out, 
right? They were just pretending to be these characters, and I was just pretending to be this monster, or, you know, explaining the story uh, and their surroundings. But we felt like, the way we talk about it is like we actually did in real life, right? One of the highlight moments in our campaign is when they defeated this great kraken, and they were trying to cross this channel. And it was really intense, and they were almost all killed, but they pulled through, and with some luck of the dice and some strategic strategical thinkings, they, they defeated this, this great monster. And they still talk, we still talk about it to this day and, like, how it made us feel, you know, the fear when we realize, when they realize, oh, my gosh, like, we might all die. And the joy, you know, we, like, they felt when they finally defeated this, this monster after the, this arduous, crazy battle. And, and, and we connected in our memory. It's ingrained like a regular memory we had, as if we had actually gone out and killed this great monster in real life. Because it, it, it's, it's the same parts of our brain, right? We are experiencing this game like we experience real life. And so it's just, it's, it's phenomenal um, how we can just make you, you know, get, you can get pulled into this game um, and be able to really experience a story in a way that you can never do in any other medium. So we, you know, we keep playing this game because there's more stories we want to tell. There's constantly new ideas we have of characters we want to be or monsters we want to create or, you know, plot lines we want to work through, see how it goes. And so that is why Dungeons & Dragons is one of the best things that's ever happened to me because it's a way for me to channel all my creative energy and a way for me to tell the stories that I want to tell while hanging out with friends. And it has honestly gotten me way closer to some of these friends. And it has helped some of them, you know, get better at social skills. And some of them, you know, get literally, like, better at math. Like, there's some math involved in the game. And, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's something different for everyone. And everyone can take something away for it. And I truly believe that D&D is a game that anyone can play. And anyone can get a good experience out of it. But that's kind of my story. How I got into the game. How I was introduced to it. And how it's, it's changed my life. I am happier now. I'm more hardworking now. I'm more creative now. Because I have found this game where I can channel all the things I love. All my ideas. My urge to tell a story that is both experiential and collaborative. Into this one thing. And it's ingrained in my memory forever. All the things we've done, I remember it. And it's a part of me. And so it's truly the greatest thing that, that, that I've, you know, one of the greatest things that I've done and been a part of. And I can't wait to see what happens next in, in my games and wherever life takes me next, maybe more people I'll meet or other people I'll play with, the, others, the new stories that I'm going to be telling. Um, and also just for you guys and for anyone else out there who hasn't tried that out the game yet or is just learning about the game or maybe has tried it but it hasn't really worked out, uh, I'm guarantee you that you know you guys can all take something away from this game, and you will all be able to just become just happier, more successful, just smarter, ever just all these things from playing this game. All right, that will be it for episode one of D Twenty Academy. Thank you so much for listening and uh, tuning in. Uh, I think. Before I get into the nitty-gritty of, you know, starting the game or 
you know, learning how to play the game or learning how to get better at the game or discussing storytelling, all the good stuff I wanted to do. I think it's most important to talk about, you know, the emotional side of things and how, you know, I got introduced to the game and how I learned about it and how I came to love the game. Because I think that's really important because it is just a game after all. And the most important thing about it is having fun and learning. And I think a lot of people can have those same experiences. So I just wanted to share with you guys just my story, um, how I got into the game, and all of that to inspire you. And hopefully, um, you know, maybe sooner or later I can hear about your guys' story as well. Alright, bye.